Welcome into the latest edition of the Pylon Podcast. You're not hearing Brent. You're not hearing Dan. They are on what we like to call vacation. So instead, it's Stuart Weber and... Marcel Robinson. Fresh off vacation. Fresh off vacation. I had one not too long ago myself as well. We actually both went to the same place. Same place. Same street. Same problems. Same problems. New Orleans. (laughs) Bless its heart. What a place. What a glorious, glorious place, but... Man. What happens in New Orleans stays in New Orleans. Gosh, it takes a toll out of you, though. I'll say that for sure. Let's uh, let's talk about all things sports, but we'll uh, we'll hit all the big topics going on right now in the sporting world, and let's start with NBA. A lot of things are going on in the NBA. Boogie Cousins has really shaked things up. Speaking of New Orleans, actually, uh-huh. from New Orleans, making his way out west to uh, what most may consider to be the enemy, Golden State Warriors. I don't know how I feel about it yet, but um, we'll see. I mean, he's coming—he's coming off an injury, so he may not be the boogie co- cousins of old. He's arguably one of the better big men in the actual league, but coming off of injury, you know, you never know, especially lower leg injuries. But coming out and just signing for five million dollars with the team that's going to win the title next year—that's a lot of people are thinking right now. That's bad for basketball because you got a guy who could get much, much more in many, many places who's just like, nah, how much is a ring worth? Oh, yeah, no $20 question. $20 million, dollars, it seems. Yeah, no question. That's, this is this is not necessarily their problem, but the NBA as we know it, and as much as it pains me to say this being a big NBA and basketball fan myself. You are, yes. The Bang, <laughs> as your cell phone tells me every time you get a text message. Mike Breen for the win. Sure. Uh, as much as I would hate to say it, the NBA that we know it, the NBA that we know is dead. It's, I mean, this is, at this point, it's become... About all about championships. I won't necessarily say it's not about competition because I can't believe that night in and nine out, these are like the best basketball players in the world. I mean, they're still competitive beings, but at the same time, it's all about now who, who can get rings. How much summer league action will you watch? I will watch summer league any free moment I have. Seriously? So, yes. So until like July. The season 20- ended like a week ago. Oh no, basketball season never ends. Ugh. It's always going. Always going. The thing I like about summer league, and I tell people this all the time, is that summer league is probably the equivalent to high school football. It's like the purest form of basketball. No, it's like high school spring football because it doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, it matters. it matters. It doesn't matter. If you if you want to see competitive basketball, summer league is probably the best to watch, only because or college basketball. Well, I'll just watch that. College instead. basketball too, but summer league. These guys are like the the fence is so fine. You're either gonna make a team. Or you're going to play overseas, or you're just done with basketball, and I'll see you next week playing with me at Bruce Park from six to three o'clock in the morning on a Saturday evening. <laughs> play for nine hours? Oh yeah, got to get it in. I didn't make the summer league team. No, no, you certainly <laughs> didn't. There is there is reason for that, as as I can attest, having played against you. Oh man, no comment. <laughs> uh huh. I I will not uh, watch any summer league action unless. It's required for us to get highlights for local news purposes, like our guy Grayson Allen on uh, Monday making his debut uh, in the summer league. Nearly had a triple-double. He did. He did. How's he going to do with Utah? How does he fit with that team? I think, honestly, once he gets those jitters out, I think he's got to get kind of his mental space 
for the NBA set. But after that, I think he'll be fine. I think, honestly, that team is on the rise, especially with the way Donovan Mitchell, Donovan Mitchell played last year. And they like to run, and he likes to run. And I wouldn't necessarily say they're missing a jump shooter, but they need a player like Grayson that can he can slash, he can shoot, he plays defense, he's aggressive, he's hungry, he's gritty. Um, and all that translates to great defense. And I think, I think he'll be a good fit, to be honest. Okay. All right. So NBA has a problem where the Western Division is way better than the Eastern Division. Oh, yeah. It's a perfect segue for me to get into something I want to talk about, which is the World Cup. If you look at the World Cup quarterfinals, one half, super strong. The other half, garbage. Basically. Yes. I think, me, you could go play on the right side. I mean, you're talking about teams like Russia, Croatia, mm. Sweden, Speed and them. England. Yep. I mean, England's got to be looking at that four four teams and like, wow, we have a path to the final. Oh yeah, no question. I think, especially based off of uh, the way they won in PKs, I think they're. Um, I think that was probably the match that would have been the one to set them back. Honestly, I think they might. Not they do have a, a history of losing in PKs. This is true. This is true. That was, I believe, the the first uh, time they won in PKs, right? In a hot second, yeah. So it's been a while. So it's a it's a good battle. But then the other side. You've got the tournament favorites setting up for a possible duel in the semifinals with France and Brazil. Oh, that's going to be a good one. It's going to be a good one, but they got to get by a couple pretty good teams as well in order to get to that point. So they, they do. Can't overlook them. No. Or it should be like Uruguay Germany. was playing very well. They were. Um, so it's it's going to be very interesting to see how it works out. I'm excited. I'm excited. Mbappe for the win. Mbappe. I'm, take, I'm taking France. Are you? Whole thing. Taking France. That wouldn't shock me at all. I'm they, taking. they have a really good team. Uh, France does. It, it's it's fun to watch. That's, that's the thing for me that I love about it is that I wake up in the morning, and I normally wake up about 10 a.m., so mm-hmm. I wake up and there's a game on. And and then the second game is done by the time I'm coming into work. It, it's terrific uh, for people that work on my schedule, I guess. So. Me. For everybody else out there who works a normal day schedule, I'm sorry, it's not that useful for you. Oh no, I've seen people like pictures Let's, on Snapchat, yeah. Instagram, people taking World Cup breaks. There you go, take a World Cup break. It's only two hours. That's that's one of the benefits of, of the game of soccer. Is that why not? It's research. You know, it's it's research. That's right. Mm-hmm. International exploration. That's right. What's the next country you're gonna travel to? Um, I I think I have I have a friend that lives in Italy. Okay. We've been discussing next year a potential trip to Italy. D'accordo. So that might be the next yeah. one. Okay. But we'll see how that we'll see how that goes. I'd love to see Marcel in Italy. Uh, I feel like I'm a traveler of sorts now. Yeah. When, now <laughs> that you've been on a plane. Yep. I have been on a plane. You have been on a plane. Mm-hmm. You've uh, you've been overseas. And I've crossed into six time zones in the, in this past year. How many had you been in before that year? Um, let's just say the one, right? Yes. The Eastern time zone. I've been into You've probably been to Central. I've crossed the time zone six times within the past year. Let's just say that in the entirety of my previous twenty eight years of living, I had crossed over the time zone six times. <laughs> <laughs> and that was all just to get to the central time zone and back. Yes. Panama City for, Oh no, that's not true. Have I you? went one time, I went to Panama City okay. in college. And those stories stay in Panama City as well. Is Panama City central time? It is. Okay, so seven times then you crossed it, or I don't know how the math is. Anyhow. Math is hard. Yeah. Uh, I I have so much FOMO, though. One of our studio techs, Irfan, went to Russia, and for the older listeners who are listening to the podcast, FOMO would be fear of missing out. There you go. Uh, FYI. 
which is for your information. That's right. Um, but Irfan went over there and he got to go to three group games for Croatia and experience Russia and the World Cup and just all its splendor with people from all over the world coming together in one place for an amazing sporting event. And I'm just like, oh my goodness, that's like my dream. It was awesome. Now, I don't know if I'm going to book my ticket to Qatar in 2022. Got to do it. Because the U.S. one isn't that... You don't want to go to the U.S. one. I want to go overseas to go to one. That's right. Takes away from the experience. Yeah. So, Qatar 2022. Here we go. Get ready. All right, let's uh, let's move on to another topic. This weekend... Oh, the Thunder. The Thunder returns to Daytona. Who's going to win? Oh, you already know who's winning. The 43 car. 43 car? That's right. Your guy? That's right. Bubba Wallace. Okay. He's the guy. I'm taking it right now. You heard it here first. And probably last. But that's probably not last, too. He did get second in the Daytona 500. He did. He did. Daytona is a track where anything can happen. He should have gotten first. The summer race is significantly different from the 500. One, it's shorter, obviously. Mm-hmm. 100, 100 miles shorter. Uh, but just the track conditions are so different because it's so dang hot out there mm-hmm. uh, that those cars are slip sliding around and it's a lot harder to keep that thing straight and how you want it to go. Right. And anybody can win, as evidenced by last year with Ricky Stenhouse Jr. getting into victory lane. I think it's going to be a fun race. I think it's going to shake up the season a little bit just because it's been so, I don't want to say stagnant, but dominated. Let's say that. And it's, it hasn't been stagnant. We're coming off literally the best finish of the year. Uh, this past race at Chicagoland with Kyle Larson and Kyle Busch banging and beating down the backstretch to get to that final win. So petty. For Kyle Busch. It wasn't petty. It was deserved. Mm. If somebody loosens uh, loosens you up, gives you a little bump, you come back and you give them a, well, a shove. I'm going to say that's Bush League, pun intended. Okay. <laughs> I was good with it. I thought it was awesome. Uh, I love the fact that Larson afterwards said, hey, I opened the door for that. Uh, I was okay with him doing that because that was good racing. It was fun. Hope you enjoyed the show. And it was a show. So we'll see what happens at Daytona where the restrictor plates are on and everyone's all packed together and it's going to be crazy. I predict that somebody other than Bush or Harvick will win this race. Those two guys, by the way, have dominated. They've won 10 of the races so far this year, Mm -hmm. which is nuts. Only five or six winners the whole year, right? Six winners the whole year. And one of them came at Daytona. And that was Austin Dillon, who hasn't done diddly since the race at Daytona. So he's going to try to go for the double, try to win both races. But he really, he's, he's scuffled a little bit. Now, he's already clinched into the playoffs, so maybe they're just trying stuff out for that 10-race that playoff at the end because they don't have to do well. But right. if it was a point standings, he would be 19th right now. And it's not where he wants to be. That's not where he wants to be. Nope. But because he won, he's automatically in. So certainly something to watch with Daytona coming up this Weekend. What else you got on your mind? We don't. We don't often get to do this. I mean, we gotta talk our, our whatever sports we want to talk about instead of Dan talking about the Mets and Brent talking about T-ball or whatever oh. the kids are doing these days. <laughs> I guess not T-ball, Little League, whatever. The Little League is a thing. It's it's big right now. You know what? You know what I want to talk about? Let's hear it. I want to say I want to give a shout out to the sellout crowd at the Jumbo Shrimp. Okay. Earlier this week. Shrimping ain't easy. It, it's it's a year in year out deal where this Fourth of July celebration it's the one game of the year where the box score doesn't even matter. Fans pack in. It's standing room only. Reserve seats are sold, and then you have the best fireworks in town. Eleven thousand seven hundred and something on Tuesday, which uh, best crowd in a decade. Yes. Also outdrew the Marlins by over 5,000 on Tuesday. Come on, Jeter. 
I mean, it's hard to go apples to apples because they're different situations. You know how that works. But still, 11,700 in Jacksonville, 6,000 and something for the fish. Unbelievable. I mean, that's just nuts. It is. It's 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 July 3rd. How are the Marlins not drawing a huge crowd today? It's unexplainable. It's wild. I don't know. But, hey, props to the shrimp. They have done a terrific job with the marketing. Did you have any of the apple pie nachos? I did not have any of the apple pie nachos. I actually have plans to go to the movies later on, and I would like to like make it through the movie. Later on this evening? Yes. Are you seeing Uncle Drew? Yes. What time? Um, soon. Oh Ish. Good. We're getting buckets because we get buckets. Do we got to get out of here soon so you can go see Uncle Drew? Uh, I think we're okay. Okay. Previews last a while. Did the preview already start? Uh, maybe. Why didn't you tell me this when we started the podcast? Because the people, we had to give the people what they want. Okay, goodness gracious. All right, so shout out to the Jumbo Shrimp. Hey, shout out to the Armada, their final home game on Saturday night. It's at Hodges Stadium. They are in the fight for playoff seating. They're almost 100% locked into the top three, which is who makes the playoffs in the NPSL per division. Uh, two and three play each other at the home of two, and then the winner goes to the top seed. I don't know if they're going to get the top seed because they just lost on the road last week, and that one really hurt them a good deal. But we'll see what happens. They got another game Wednesday night on the road, and then the home finale Saturday. So shout out to the Armada. They got that coming up. I know Mark Lowry's been working hard all year. Those are my people, obviously. That's our guy. That's our guy. Uh, yeah. So. That was the Pylon podcast, I think, right? That was the Pylon podcast. And I have an announcement. There what? will not be any more crushed velvet blazers purchased this season. I will. I don't believe that at all. <laughs> I'll believe that when I don't see it, I suppose I should say. I think we have, We need to start an official hashtag. Hashtag, what's Marcel wearing? You would like that, wouldn't you? We're not doing that. That's ridiculous. Coming to a tweet near you. David has pumpkins over here. <laughs> hey, uh, be sure to go follow us on Twitter if you don't already. Marcel is at Marcel A.S. Jax, the drive for 2000. It's on. My drive for 2000 is on as well. I think I'm at like 1900. So oh, we'll get there. We'll bump that up. It's not just soccer on my feed, by the way. There's nope. other stuff too. It's mostly soccer and cat pictures now. Cats, I got a cat, cat pictures are in. Clawing at my arms all the time. Cat pictures are in. That thing loves me though. It's all love. It's all love. <laughs> and it's all love here on the Pylon Podcast. Thanks so much for listening. Brent and Dan might be back next week. I don't know. They might still be on vacation. No. Uh, otherwise, you'll uh, get us again. That's right. Thanks so much for tuning in, and we will talk to you later. Yep. Yeah.